that's a growler. Hello and welcome to the Never Ending Minute where we analyze, scrutinize, and more Bastion size. The movie, The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Howitt. Hi, I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. Welcome back, Mike. It's another amazing minute. <laughs> I'm sure it is from your point of view, not having any intro to this. That's so fantastic. I can't even imagine what that's like. This is the fantastic, action-packed, Dialogue-heavy minute, 66. It begins with our heroes being tossed about in the midst of a storm, and it ends with Bastion settling back down in front of the book. And in between, storm clouds. <laughs> and falling, and then a storm elsewhere. Lots of storms. Yes, and a sigh. yes. Um, for those who listen to Indiana Jones Minute, the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark season, Yahweh is back in this minute with these angry clouds. <laughs> They're very cool. I don't really know what else to say about them. <laughs> yeah. We've discussed how they're made. We've discussed pretty much everything about these clouds that we could. They're the same as last yesterday. But my next note, Mike had brought up earlier this week of... Felcor's neck is so creepy long. <laughs> it was not. I mean, he's he's always had, you know, a longish neck. There's always been room for a Atreyu to be up there. But, like, he was kind of back, you know, almost sitting on the shoulders a little bit. This is, this is something. They didn't want to make the body. Yes, that neck is so long and skinny. So obvious they just didn't want to make the body for these shots. Yeah, Mike, you totally called it and and even not knowing not having seen the movie before, it's an oddity that that I'm glad you noticed as well. <laughs> oh my god. And you missed so I have my theory on what goes wrong. It looks like Felcor has stopped flapping his ears. So that's what happened. I, yep, yep. He stopped flapping his little ears when he was flying, and all of a sudden things are going wrong. I think that's the problem. But I'm kind of annoyed because we see Atreyu adjusting his grip a couple times, and he's held on through worse than what gets him to slip off. I don't know. I think he does a pretty convincing job of falling off. Like, he makes it believable to me. That was a, a sudden twist, a sudden turn, and there was no stopping it. Besides, there's the other there's the other thing that helped him fall off, and that's the plot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of plot armor. <laughs> yes, plot weakness. That was a yeah. few seconds of glorious spinning around as they go from the bottom to the top <laughs> of the screen. It was amazing. It made me think of like when you were a kid and you had to go to the laundromat, like you said, washing a toy in the in the washing machine. <laughs> But where you could just sit and watch it spinning around the whole time. <laughs> the suds are on the wall, on the window, and things are going crazy. The stuffed dog of my memory just got so stretched out like a sock. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he wasn't supposed to go in the washing machine, and that's what's going wrong. It's all going wrong for Felcor this minute. I mean, the the sea of possibilities, that's what I call my loss, my washing machine. <laughs> Possibly this will come out okay. Possibly it won't. <laughs> now we know where all the socks go. <laughs> There's this, we we mentioned the sound design yesterday, but there are these weird sounds thrown in here that sound like laser fire. 
I don't understand what, what they have to do with a storm. Oh yes, at the very beginning, I didn't hear a laser fire. It happens it's, twice. It's lightning. It, it's the it's the claps. No, it's laser storm. fire, <laughs> and it's really odd and disconcerting. Like I, I know it's the sea of possibilities, so anything could happen, but. Lasers in the sky. <laughs> I'm giving you the look, but it doesn't work because we podcast, not this... visual <laughs> communication. Now, um, Tierney Va often said and, and capitulated that I have the better hearing, so don't argue. <laughs> More Tierney size. That's all right. There That's we all go. Right. It's not a crazy theory. I want to know, first of all, why bashing is so bad at closing windows. I swear, it's like you wrote my notes. Did you come look at my phone and, and read my notes before you did this? No, I would never violate the sacred secrecy of the dad joke. <laughs> no, but he like just shut that window. And then like, what are those loose papers flying around? Oh my gosh. You're reading my notes like word for word. <laughs> no, that's what everyone wonders watching this because it makes no sense. I said... Did, you, did Bastion just fail at shutting the window? Why is the stack of papers on the rafter? Why is there a stack of papers? Of, this isn't a, not abandoned, but like it's the school attic. No one ever comes up here. It makes no sense. No, there's no reason for papers to be up there except for dramatic effect. Unless, you know, all those bad kids that sneak up here and light candles and make out left their homework there because they were so distracted. And up on the rafters, they climbed up. Is it on the rafters or is it on the windowsill? No, it's on the rafter. Oh. Because he was just at the windowsill and there's oh nothing God. there. Well, hang on. Hang on. I thought... Because they just kind of appear into the room. I don't think any bad kid in an 80s film does their homework. Well, that's why they didn't notice that they had left it up here. Oh, uh, gotcha. Maybe? Oh, What's matter? My computer has reached maximum capacity and isn't playing the videos. And I really wanted to, like, prove that I was right, but now I won't. Well, now you just have to trust me. Yeah, uh-huh, <laughs> that's how that one. Hey, I'll take care of everything I can get. To be fair, though, and I know we're talking really quickly through the minute, but we can get into it deeper. If Bastion didn't say Atreyu, I would love the remaining action in this minute of him... Like, catching his breath, and then the sigh, and then suddenly remembering, oh my god, that's right, I'm in the middle of the book, and jumping down. Yeah, I just rewatched it, Tony. It is clearly over on the rafters. But you're right, and you wonder, like, this This is a question I've had for a while, and we kind of touched on it a little bit last week. Does the story continue if he's not reading it? Is he scared of missing part of it? Like a TV show? Like, if he's not sitting there or something? <laughs> Because the way he says it, like, oh, I've got to get back to it or I'll miss it. No. He had momentarily forgotten what he was doing. And then when he does, he's all, his heart's racing again. He's not missing anything. It's not TV. He does make it seem that way, though. Yeah, I think he's just, I mean, come on. How many times have you put something down because, like, you were cooking dinner, you had to go stir something, and then you completely forget that you were doing that, and then when you do remember, you're like, oh, yeah! That was kind of my secondary note thought, is, is um, I don't know if you've heard of Eddie Izzard. Yeah. <laughs> he's got this line where he's talking about um, a squirrel, and he says, oh, did I leave the gas on? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm an effing squirrel. <laughs> 
So, Mike, what do you think of this attic? Now that you're familiar with what it actually is, this is an attic in a school. What do you think of this? Well, now it makes a little more sense that there's a skeleton up there. Because I was like, well, there's this kid. It's kind of creepy. There's a storm. I got a little bit of a Harry Potter flash forward to the island where they hide and Hagrid shows up. But that's all right. completely wrong. Uh, I guess that's just a learning skeleton. There is not a deceased person up there. I thought he might be in prison. I wouldn't say oh. that. <laughs> that. That skeleton That skeleton is like what you have in sophomore year biology where you have to learn all the different bones and stuff. There is a skull and some random bones on a bookcase behind Bastion <laughs> in an earlier one. And we were just staring at it and like, it got really quiet. And then it was like, someone, like, did Wolfgang Peterson kill someone to get that for this movie? Like, that's real. <laughs> this is the weirdest attic I've ever seen in my life. I wish you had a better view of it. This isn't the best view of all the stuff in this attic. And I, I would I would love to see your reaction seeing the other stuff in this attic. Okay. When he goes back to Bastion closing the window, you can see that where I know you can't right now, Tierney, but you can see that there's no spot there really for the papers to have been sitting. Okay. But no no pants zipping this time. There's no pants zipping this time, so I think we're okay. Oh my God. <laughs> But we do get this fantastic acting from Bastion as he, after he closes the window and, and apparently that really made him exert himself a lot. That <laughs> startled him. Closing a window is, is apparently really hard. Well, and you can see, especially on the second panel, he's kind of struggling against the, cause the wind is pushing it in. Yeah. He does a good job there making he's it seem like it's nothing. hard. <laughs> but I do love that, that, that moment, that, Okay, my life is okay. I'm safe again. Oh, crud, I try you. Mm-hmm. It's a good moment. This time he doesn't give the flourish with the blanket, which sets off the huge dust cloud. Yeah. He just kind of lifts it up on his back, I guess, because of how quickly he got up. Mm-hmm. Mike, did you ever sit like this under a blanket and read? I usually did this with cartoons. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, that's a cherished part of childhood. <laughs> Sitting Indian style until yeah. your feet yeah. fell asleep. I think that's why I love the scooch so much in the previous minute. <laughs> Do you remember as a child trying to walk on your knees when you still had your knees in a, or your legs in an Indian style? <laughs> I know you're thinking about it, Tierney. <laughs> I'm not doing that for the listener society. <laughs> for the record. <laughs> I don't think that's something I've ever done. No? no. Oh, I used to lock my, my legs. Yeah, I yeah. used to lock my legs like that and then try to walk on my knees. Yeah, you cross your legs and then you what? lean forward so that you're like standing on your knee. It's very painful. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think I'd end up on my face. <laughs> That's part of the fun. Mike, the trick is to not be in your 30s yet when someone suggests you try it. <laughs> when you're eight, it goes much better. <laughs> I would have been on my face at eight, too. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, we'd love to see your videos. Submit them at Only the Never Ending. If it is safe, please do not injure yourselves. <laughs> we are not to be held liable for any injury that may result from trying to walk on your knees. But we will laugh if you fall. <laughs> we'll share the laughs with everybody. <laughs> I blame you. I'm now thinking, could I do it? And I'm like, that's a bad idea. Tierney, you know that's a bad idea. Do not do that. If you fall on your face, it will be bad. <laughs> Tierney, I'm not going to, I'm not meaning this in a bad way, but you're a little front heavy right now. <laughs> and that would not be a good idea. Not that I could do it even when I wasn't pregnant, but still. By the way, I don't think we've made an official announcement on air, Tierney. 
Why don't you tell everybody what we're talking about? <laughs> uh, I'm looking to see when this is going to air. Because um, hopefully... Oh, it's going to air the day before my second big ultrasound. Um, because there are three hosts of this podcast. Surprise! <laughs> um, which is why there are definitely some earlier weeks where you may have noticed Thomas kind of picking up the slack and all of a sudden covering as I disappear from an episode for a few <laughs> minutes. And it's, it's all right. I still yawn a lot, but that's, I have a feeling that's going to continue for the rest of my life now. <laughs> I don't think that's ever getting better. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll never sleep again. Just so you know, <laughs> welcome to my world. <laughs> Um, but it's been fantastic knowing that, you know, I mean, because starting this podcast together, that wasn't in the picture. No. <laughs> and and having it come about and getting to go on this little journey God. with you has been pretty fantastic, too. I cannot wait to someday be like, sit down, listen to this thing. It's called a podcast. I'm going to play it on this ancient piece of technology called an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't even know, but... Yeah, that'll definitely be entertaining someday to be like, hey, this summer was really hard. It worked out okay in the end, though. Now, Mike, how far are you guys right now into the Return to Oz? We are, we've got about 75 what? minutes in the can and about 60-something released as of the time this is recording. Yeah. For listeners, do a lot of math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, how long is the movie? It's 110 minutes to the end of the credits. Okay, so you guys yeah. have a little bit more than we do at this movie. Yeah, not too much, though. Yeah, it's also super confusing for me that both podcasts are not exactly at the same numbers for minutes, but close. And then we guessed it on a podcast that was also close. And so there was a week where I uploaded the wrong podcast to Mike, and he had to call me and be like, that's not our show. <laughs> <laughs> I now, can't edit this. <laughs> Mike, do you have any intention of doing other podcasts after Return to Oz? I don't know. I I, I think so. I don't even know if it would be a minute podcast. Right. But You've had a couple good ideas, and you're going to be on Die Hard Minute, so yes. you're still in the the Movies by Minutes community still owns ya. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys don't know about this, the Die Hard Minute's going to be a fantastic journey where... Multiple minute by minute podcasts have banded together to each take a couple of weeks of the wonderful Christmas movie <laughs> Die Hard and split it up, up amongst themselves. And every week or two will be a different host, um, with different guests. And they're going to merge it all together for one fine package. I highly recommend that you guys keep an eye out for when that actually comes out. And when it does come out, we'll say something on the show reminding you to go check it out and get it subscribed to so that you can listen to it as it unfolds. Yeah. I think it's going to be really amazing. I'm, I'm really hopeful. As you can imagine, with this many people involved, it's had a couple start dates and gotten pushed back, which is why <laughs> we're not saying, oh, check it out starting this day, because we're just going to see there's a lot of pieces to get into place before it starts airing. <laughs> Should be pretty fantastic, though. So, yeah. Mike, do you have anything else for your second wonderful minute of this amazing 1984 movie? My, my largest note was, much more neck than I remember. So that was... <laughs> <laughs> Trust us, we're all feeling that way. Fair. Fair. Tierney, I think you just got the episode title, much more I neck like than it. I remember. <laughs> 
they just didn't want to build the body. I think that's so funny and stupid, and I don't know why. Or it's just I like, just wish they would have matched oh. at least the at least the width of the neck to to, yeah. to the what we've seen before. Something we do get some more uh, interesting stuff going on. We have to figure out what happened to Atreyu. Where did he go? We saw him last falling down into something, but that's, that's another, another story. story. That shall be told another time. Wow, something is really different on a growler.